Ladies and gentlemen, most people record songs about love, heartbreak, loneliness, being broke. Nobody's actually went out and recorded a song about real pain. The band and I have just returned from the where we caught a man in the right position. We named this song Constipation Blues. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's great to be here, it really is. I love my job and I love uh, being here performing for you. And I love my job, it's the greatest job in the world for one very simple reason. It's not the sharing of laughter and all that horse shit. <laughs> the Ponzi Scheme of Podcasting. I'm Damon Shaw. This week's battle is Best Comedian. Uh, with me, as always, is Mr. Mike Ortiz. Mike, who's joining us tonight? Well, tonight we have Paul Kowalski. Hello, everybody. Leo Perez. Hello. And Jeff Gunter. Good evening. Now, uh, you know how we do this. We have 32 comedians, uh, all of them chosen by our panelists. We set them up in tournament brackets, which you can download from our website at geekfights.net. We pit one against the other and put it to a vote, and the winner moves on to the next round, where it all starts over again until someone is crowned the best comedian. Uh, as always, you get to decide the criteria you use to determine the winner of each match. Uh, who's had most influence on comedy? Uh, who is the most original? Who would win a fight? And uh, who is just plain funnier? Whatever rationale you want, as long as it works for you, we call that geek logic. It's the heart of every geek fight, and it's often a lot of bullshit. Uh, it's mostly bullshit. Here we go, Leo. This fight is yours. It is Damon Wayne's versus Steve Martin. This one was a little tough for me because uh, I picked Damon Wayne's, but I don't want to be the guy that doesn't vote for Steve Martin because Steve Martin is just a comedy genius. Uh, but if we're just going by stand-up, uh, I really haven't seen to or seen or heard much of Steve Martin's stand up, but I just I keep thinking of like the shittiest movies they both made, <laughs> and uh, Father of the Bride uh, and Damon Wayans did what Bulletproof? Yeah, I'm gonna go with Damon Wayans. A uh, vote for Damon Wayans. Yeah, uh, Bulletproof. That is not his worst film, by the way. Uh, it, what, what's it, what's the one with where he plays the mentally challenged superhero? Uh, oh, Blank, Blank Man. <laughs> That's Black a, horrible, man. a horrible movie. But yeah, oh, I'm voting yeah. for Steve Martin. You know, I don't know if Father of the Bride's uh, Steve Martin's worse either. I'd throw Pink Panther under that. It's Pink Panther too. It doesn't matter. One. We're not talking about their movies. We're talking about their stand-up. You can and talk I'm, about whatever you want. This is geek this logic. This is geek logic, right. I'm going Steve Martin. Paul? Hey, Steve Martin made an arrow through the head funny live. That That's a pretty high bar to clear, Steve Martin. Absolutely. Another vote for Steve Martin. Jeff? 
Uh, I, you know, I love Damon Wayans, love stand-up, but I'm going to have to go with Steve Martin as well. Um, I grew up watching him. I'm a little older than, you know, probably most of the people that listen to this, but uh, the man originated the comedy music. Uh, he played a banjo on stage with an arrow stuck through his head and made the audience roar with laughter. So I'm going to have to go with Steve Martin. Another vote for Steve Martin and Mike. Uh, yeah, I'll go with uh, Steve Martin for uh, everything everybody has said. Steve Martin is moving on. We are on to our next fight, which is a fucked up fight. It is George Carlin versus Stephen Wright. Um, these guys are awesome. Uh, Carlin is, is 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 much more well regarded, much more well known. Uh, some would say much more influential, but I just think Stephen Wright is funnier. So I'm going to go with Stephen Wright. Paul? Um, shit, piss, fuck, cunt, cocksucker, motherfucker, tits. George Carlin. Uh, vote for George Carlin. Yeah, I'm hoping that's our outro. <laughs> Jeff? Oh, man. Uh, I, you know, I got to go with George Carlin as well. Uh, I like Stephen Wright, but George Carlin, you know, the seven things you can't say on TV, which we've just referenced. Um, the man had a way of taking things in life and just pointing out the complete absurdity of how we see or how we perceive the world so I, I i gotta go with george carlin uh vote for george carlin mike this is this is really tough this is when i really hate how we do this on the show because um it's this is like this is a great battle. Uh, and and this is really that tough one that's about what do you really think is funny or do you want to kind of go with sort of the, the larger look at things? And um, and I'm torn because I, I, I like Stephen Wright more. I think he's funnier. I enjoy his, uh, his stand-up uh, more than I do Carlin's. But I, I certainly understand, you know, why Carlin uh, has the, the importance that he does. And he does... He did kind of break a, a lot of ground, and and he's often someone who's picked as the best comedian of all time. And uh, but Stephen Wright's just kind of more up my alley. And you know, I'd, I'd hate to, but I hate to like send George Carlin out in the first round. I mean, that's kind of tragic. And everyone who's a, a real fan of comedy probably stopped listening to the show at that point. But at least <laughs> for now, I'm going to go with my heart and go with Stephen Wright. Though if if he loses, someone may be able to sway me back. Uh, vote for Stephen Wright. It is all tied up. It comes down to Leo. <laughs> Which one is it? Uh, I love. I'm gonna. It's George Carlin, man. I love his old ornery ass. <laughs> he is fucking hilarious, George Carlin. And George Carlin takes the win. We are on to our next fight, Paul. This one is yours. It is Daniel Tosh versus Jerry Seinfeld. Well, I, I haven't heard a lot of Tosh. I've seen a couple of his bits from stand-up. I, I think he's pretty funny, but I despise Jerry Seinfeld. I, I don't think he's funny. I, I can tolerate him for about five or ten minutes, and that's about it. So I, I'm going to put my vote for Tosh. Uh, vote for Daniel Tosh. Jeff? You know what? I grew up watching Jerry Seinfeld. Loved watching that show. Um, seeing a lot of his stand-up. Uh, I, I gotta go with Jerry Seinfeld. I mean, he is kind of cut from that same cloth, that observist, observist humor that George Carlin was. And, you know, I, I'm, I guess I'm just not enough familiar. I've seen a few of Daniel Tosh's 
standard routines, and I don't think he even closely matches up with Jerry Seinfeld. So I got to go with Seinfeld. A vote for Seinfeld. Mike. The only reason anybody gives a shit about Daniel Tosh is because he uh, makes fun of people's videos uh, on the internet. Uh, Jerry Seinfeld uh, did the most successful sitcom of all time, which was based on him, a stand-up comedian. Um, So I think I have to go with Seinfeld on this. Uh, Vote for Seinfeld. Leo. I I will straight up say that I don't even watch Tosh.0. I don't even really think he's that funny on that show. I watched every single one of his stand-ups, and I have his CDs. Daniel Tosh is legit funny. Like I, I love guys that are just pieces of shit, and they talk shit about people, and just he's an asshole. And for the most part, I, I kind of an asshole too. But uh, and Jerry Seinfeld, like I, I, I like the show, but him as a comedian, I've seen a stand-up, and I, it's it's bad to me, and I don't like his voice. What's the deal? With like, no. Fuck him. Daniel Tosh. A vote for Daniel Tosh. You guys suck. It's all tied up. It comes down to me. And I don't. I, I didn't put Daniel Tosh on the list, but I kind of wanted to vote for Daniel Tosh here, for, if only for my favorite of his bits, which is black people taste like fried chicken. Yes. Uh, Mexican people taste uh, spicy. If you eat Asian people, you'll be hungry an hour later. And then white people... <laughs> You don't eat white people. Like, that's the, the greatest bit in the world because he plays a joke on the fucking audience. The audience is, like, laughing along with everything else, and then all the white people in the audience get real quiet when he does that. And that's the funniest thing in the world to me. But there's no way I can vote Jerry Seinfeld out in the first round. It's goddamn Seinfeld. I'm sorry. Right, and Jerry Seinfeld is moving on, and we are on to our next fight. Jeff, this one is yours. It should be an easy one. It is Richard Pryor versus Eddie Izzard. Oh, man. Uh, Richard Pryor. Um, I like Eddie Izzard. I've seen his stuff, and he cracks me up every time. But Richard Pryor is a legend. I mean, that guy was one of the first to do comedy specials. I mean, and filthy humor. But he kind of brought an adult level of humor to stand-up that people weren't used to seeing. And he just killed with it every single time. So, I mean, I, I don't know what else to say, but... Richard Pryor is a legend, and there's no way he should go out in the first round. A vote for Richard Pryor. Mike? If we were to measure uh, the amount of time I spent laughing at a movie uh, and, and kind of stack them all up in terms of like which movie did I actually laugh more in while I was sitting in the theater... It would probably be a tie between Spinal Tap and Richard Pryor Live on the Sunset Strip. Uh, I think that is one of the funniest movies I have ever seen in my life. Um, I, I it's and it's because it, it's a concert movie. It's it is a, a comedy concert movie at that level. The way that you know there have been concert movies about bands. Uh, you know this was a, a I saw this as a big premiere in a movie theater. It was a huge deal because it just showcased how brilliant this one man standing on stage, making us laugh at things that were not just funny, but poignant. Um, it was just pure genius. So Richard Pryor. Another vote for Richard Pryor, Leo. Um, I, I think what's <clears throat> happening here is that we've got a line in the sand and there's 
the old school. I don't want to say old school, but yeah, you know, the older comedians against somewhat the new school. And I think Eddie Izzard represents a lot of the new school. Not so much new school right right now this second, but he he was the beginning of like really just funny British British comedy, at least for me. So I mean I'm voting for Eddie Izzard. But I just think that there is definitely a line there. And there's like I don't know who else is down with what I'm saying here, but I'm definitely on the new school side. So yeah. A vote for Eddie Izzard. Um I could tie it up here. Why not? You know, just fuck around and tie it up. We all know that Eddie Izzard's going to lose to Richard Pryor. I mean, not that Eddie Izzard isn't good, because Eddie Izzard is really good. He's he's hilarious, and I haven't been able to see him live, but Anthony's been able to see him live a couple times. Uh, he says he's he's great in, in, in concert, uh, but there's nothing I want to more than actually being able to have seen Richard Pryor live, that like in concert, that... That would be the, one of the most amazing things ever, and not that. And and the thing thing about Pryor that um, that I don't know that Eddie Izzard has Pryor is so almost timeless with his with what he talks about in his comedy. It it kind of transcends the era that he's in, and it's still funny today. Um, so I'm going to go with Richard Pryor for now. Well, actually, probably in the next round too. But my vote goes to Richard Pryor and Paul. Well, at, th at this point, the, the deal is sealed. Um, th this is one of the first round matchups I'm a little bummed to see come up because it, it really is almost an apples and oranges. And there are certain uh, performers here that you, everybody who is in the field owes a debt of gratitude to. And like the first on that list is probably Richard Pryor, uh, if not, you know, 1A or 1B. Um, though Eddie Izzard was one of my picks. Um, since it doesn't mean anything, I guess I'll say Eddie Izzard just to give him the vote. But uh, yeah, R Richard Pryor, you, you can't argue with. And I think, well, Eddie Izzard could pretty much curb stomp a lot of people in this bracket. Uh, Pryor is not on that list. Uh, vote for Eddie Izzard, but Richard Pryor does take the win. We are on to our next fight. Mike, this one is yours. It is Nick Swartzen versus Sarah Silverman. This actually is tough. I mean, most of the ones up till now, to some extent, have been lopsided, at least in the sense of there's one, uh, you know, comedy giant against someone who who may be a personal favorite and and very very funny, but has not really kind of um, established the sort of uh, credibility that the other guys have. A lot of people, when you're kind of in the middle of your career, you don't know if it's going up or going down, but people whose careers have already kind of been over, you, you can really look at the whole thing. And here's two people who were basically both still still really out there kind of doing it, uh, neither one really ever becoming huge. Um, and and actually, as far as even being being funny, I'm not really sure which one uh, I would pick. I've, I've seen Swarsden live. I actually like him. Uh, as a as a comedy actor more than as a stand-up comedian. And, and the reverse is true with Sarah Silverman. I really didn't care for her show, but I do like her stand-up. So I, I'm, I'm really kind of going back and forth. And and I, I hate to really kind of throw it in here, but I, I lean Sarah Silverman just because she was on Star Trek. A vote for Sarah Silverman. Leo. I really enjoyed uh, Nick Swartzen's uh, CD Party. 
if you guys ever get a chance to listen to that, I highly recommend you listen to where he's talking about old people. It's fucking hilarious. Um, so I'm voting for Nick Swartzen. Uh, vote for Nick Swartzen. You totally stole my... Because all I was going to say was, mm-hmm. party! Yep. Uh, although, party. <laughs> Silverman is... Uh, see, this is a problem. We've only got a couple women on the list. And they're going to go out probably pretty quickly. Good. Um, <laughs> not that women aren't funny. <laughs> Way to go, Leo. Uh, I'm, I'm going to be voting for Nick Swartz. I'm here. so glad it wasn't me who said it. <laughs> because you guys know it's true. <laughs> Paul? You know, I, I, I've, I've seen stand-up both by Swartz and Sarah Silverman. And on the strength of having a punchline that was... Please, God, let them find semen in my dead grandmother's vagina. Sarah Silverman gets my vote for this round. A vote for Sarah Silverman. It is all tied up. It comes down to you, Jeff. Which one takes the win? Oh, man. Pressure's on. Um, I got to agree about Sarah Silverman. Um, I didn't care for her show, but as a stand-up comedian, she is hilarious. I mean, Jesus is magic. I mean, that was one of the funniest stand-up shows I had seen in a long time, and she just, she sells it. I mean, the, the misleading, you know, she she leads you down one road and then switches up the punchline at the end. I love that type of comedy, and I think she's unmatched as a female comedian. I mean, I can't think of another female comedian out there that's as funny as Sarah Silverman, and I'm not even talking about just now, but just thinking back even in the past. So, I... You know, no, no, no disrespect to Nick Swartzen, but I gotta go with Sarah Silverman. A vote for Sarah Silverman, and Sarah Silverman is moving on. We are on to our next fight, Leo. This one is yours. It is Louis C.K. versus Lenny Bruce. I'm gonna go Louis C.K. He's vile. He says horrific things, and that's right up my alley. So Louis <laughs> C.K. A vote for Louis C.K. Not only does he say horrible things, he turns out a whole new hour of material each year. Uh, That's awesome. That's a lot of work. And he does it once a year. He throws out all the comedy he did the year before, gets rid of it, doesn't use it ever again, and starts off doing new shit each year. So I, too, will be voting for Louis C.K., even though Lenny Bruce is a very important person in comedy. Uh, Paul. Well, this is uh, the the second first round matchup. I'm I'm just a little. It's killing me to see come up because Louis C.K. is hysterical. Let, Louis C.K. says some vile shit, absolutely. But Lenny Bruce went to jail for some of the vile shit he said. So I say Lenny Bruce because you would not have Louis C.K. without Lenny Bruce. Uh, vote for Lenny Bruce, uh, Jeff. Oh, that's just such a tough one. Um, I like Lenny Bruce a lot, and and I agree. You know, without Lenny Bruce, there would be no Louis C.K. But uh, honestly, I was never a huge. I you know I respect him before what he did, but I was never a huge Lenny Bruce fan. But I, I agree with you, Damon, that that Louis C.K. is very edgy and modern. You know, he does throw out all of his material and starts with a whole new hour of material every year, um, and he's hilarious. I mean, the guy has his finger on the pulse of right now and is making fun of it. So I'm going to have to go with Louis C.K. on this one. A vote for Louis C.K. and Mike. 
Uh, well, uh, I will vote for Lenny Bruce, so uh, so I can say it's not my fault he went out in round one. Uh, vote for Lenny Bruce, even though he would have voted for Louis C.K. had it come down to it. And Louis C.K. is moving on. We are on to our next fight. Damon, that's me. This one is yours. It is Russell Peters versus Jeff Dunham. Um, I am not a fan of De Jeff Dunham. I'm not a fan of the puppets. Uh, specifically the racist puppet, which actually makes all America look bad, uh, which is annoying. And then he's up against the biggest comedian in the world that you've never heard of. Uh, Russell Peters is the biggest comedian in the world right now. He sells out 100,000 seat stadiums to, to, for people to come and watch him do comedy. It's, it's crazy. The rest of the world loves him. America almost doesn't know who he is at all, and he's actually really, really, really funny. Uh, I suggest actually looking up a couple of his comedy specials. I'm going to vote for Russell Peters. Uh, Paul? Well, I was actually doing just that, Damon. I was trying to get through everything uh, who I hadn't had a lot of experience with, and I completely missed Russell Peters, unfortunately. I will cop to that right now, but Jeff Dunham uses fucking puppets, so... I, I, I'd I go with Tiny Tim as a better comedian than Jeff Dunham. So, Russell Peters. Another vote for Russell Peters. Uh, Jeff. You know, I grew up watching Jeff Dunham. People don't realize he's been doing that same shtick for over 20 years. And I kind of think he sold out when he went with the uh, the dead terrorist puppet. You know, he, he looked at what, you know, middle America was laughing at and and you know, went there and, you know, as a comedian, that's, I, I, I think you can be a little bit smarter than that. Um, Russell Peters does bring a little bit of that con comedy in there. Cause I, I believe he's Canadian and Indian. If I, if I recall, and he'll occasionally do the, you know, what the people are thinking of him when they see him, but, uh, he sells it really well. So I'm, I'm going to go with Russell Peters on this one. Another vote for Russell Peters, Mike. I uh, I didn't know who either of these people were. Um, and uh, Jeff Dunham, I actually remember, uh, I actually saw a comedy show this weekend, uh, and it was at an improv, and there was, they showed quick flashes of, uh, of comedians who have played the improv, and, and Jeff Dunham was on there, and I recognized him, uh, but I didn't, I don't even know if I saw that there was a puppet, I'm not sure. So, but I still really didn't know if I liked him or not. I know I had seen him, but didn't remember him. And I, I honestly, I've never heard of, of Russell Peters. So when you were describing it, as soon as you said Jeff Dunham uses puppets, I immediately went, okay, I guess I'm voting for Russell Peters. And then as soon as you told me that Russell Peters is beloved all around the world and he's the most famous comedian in the world, never fucking heard of him. Uh, and that reminded me that, that uh, I really don't give a shit what the rest of the world thinks. Um, so he's probably not that funny. Uh, USA, USA, and Jeff Dunham. <laughs> a vote for Jeff Dunham <laughs> and Leo. Guys, what did we learn from Paula Poundstone? We don't like comedians who have hands up asses. So I'm voting for Russell Peters. A vote for Russell Peters. <laughs> Fuck, man. <laughs> Russell Peters is moving on. Uh, we are on to our next fight. It is the first unknown fight of the evening. It is Rodney Dangerfield versus somebody he's probably going to slaughter. 
Maria Bamford uh, from uh, the Comedians of Comedy. Maria Bamford, uh, one of my favorites. Uh, Paul, that one is yours. Who? <laughs> um. Well, Maria Bamford could be the lady panhandling change outside my office right now. So I guess I'm going to have to go with Rodney. He finally gets some respect. A vote for Rodney Dangerfield. Uh, she's the crazy woman in the Target commercials around Christmas time. That's where you might know her from. But she's also one of the comedians of comedy with um, uh, Patton Oswalt. Uh, who else is in that? Uh, Zach Galifianakis and uh, the one I've actually met. What the hell is his name? Brian Posehn. Brian Posehn. The comedians of comedy include Bra Maria Bamford, but nobody ever remembers that. Uh, anyway, uh, Jeff. I have seen Rodney Dangerfield live, at, actually here in Vegas, uh, back in, I believe it was 1989, and he killed. I mean, there was a heckler in the audience, whether it was a plant or not, I don't know, but he held his own, continued his material, and still dealt with this heckler very effectively um, without resorting to your mama, you know, blah, 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 like a lot of comedians do with hecklers, so... I, I I I will admit I don't really know Maria Bamford, but Rodney Dangerfield, he's he's another legend, and I had such a great time seeing him in concert. I'm gonna have to go with Rodney Dangerfield. Another vote for Rodney, Mike. Uh, I am also gonna vote for Rodney. Uh, I I've actually seen Maria Bamford live. I've seen the comedians of comedy live, uh, and and they're a a great group. They're four comedians. You should definitely check them out. Um, I was actually thinking, you know, Maria Bamford is kind of the the Ringo of the comedians of comedy, and then I realized, well, no, actually, people still knew who Ringo was. Um, but she is funny; she is great. Uh, but Rodney Dangerfield, you know, it, it seems like we are leaning towards the legends. And also, I, I know I made a crack about using the Carlin thing as the outro, but what I really, really, really want to use as the outro, and I don't know, I know I won't be able to do it, is uh, Rodney's rap and Rodney song. So uh, this is my vote for what outro music I want to use, and I'm voting for Rodney Dangerfield. Another vote for Rodney Dangerfield. Leo! Uh, come on, guys. I'm not voting for a woman. Uh, Rodney Dangerfield, for sure. Ah, and so I, my, my wife had enough problems with this list going in. This is not going to help my case for hanging out with you folks at all. I'm sorry, man. I'm sorry. Well... Uh, Maria Bamford is a funny comedian who happens to be female. Unlike most female comedians, which I, which is what I usually have a problem with, she's actually similar to Sarah Silverman in that her her gender doesn't really come into it isn't an issue. She doesn't talk about women's issues, which is always the most boring comedy to me because I'm not a woman. Uh, she just talks about things that affect her in her life. Some of them happen to be things that women go through, but it's not, it's the, my mother's annoying, but lots of people have annoying moms. That's, that's not that big a deal. And I like her a lot. I'm going to give her a vote because we probably should have put more women on this, on this list. I'm saying this now so I can get some tail later. Maybe. That's not <laughs> I know. <laughs> but Maria Bamford goes down in flames. Rodney Dangerfield getting a lot of respect. We're on to our next fight. Jeff, this one is yours. It is Aziz Ansari versus Roseanne Barr. Oh, man. I I cannot stand Roseanne Barr. I mean, 
I literally cannot stand her. I hated her TV show. Um, I respect for what she's done, starting as a you know lowly stand-up comedian, and you know moving up, and then getting her own TV show. On that same token, I think Aziz Ansari is hilarious. So um, in this round, you know, a little bit of hate is going to lead me toward the other person, but that's nothing to say that he's not a funny guy. I'm going to go with Aziz Ansari on this one. Uh, vote for Aziz Light. Uh, Mike. I think I'm going to go with Roseanne Barr. Um, Aziz, I actually am far more familiar with him, uh, again, uh, as an actor on Community than his stand-up. I've seen his stand-up. Uh, special, but uh, you know, honestly, it really hasn't. I, I know I, I thought it was really funny, but not none of it really stuck with me. Um, and uh, Roseanne Barr, you know, again, it's it's a lot of the hate for her and is her as a as a person, uh, and certainly even like the TV show. But her stand up stuff was actually really really solid. I mean, this is this is one of the reasons why a lot of the stand up people get uh, their own show, especially when it's built around their act, is because they've got. Uh, a very a very funny and very kind of wide reaching uh, act and and she really not not just kind of because she's a woman but even just the perspective that she brought the kind of you know blue collar working class uh you know that sort of thing with you know certainly a kind of very crudeness a kind of crudeness you normally do associate with uh, with men comedians so uh i'm going to give it to Roseanne Barr because uh, as a comedian a comedian i think she was actually very funny even though i didn't like the show and she certainly has kind of gone off the deep end uh vote for Roseanne uh leo i love Aziz Ansari um other than him being just probably one of the funniest guys that uh that, that i see coming up right now um i think culturally He's broken so many boundaries, man. I mean, this is like this is some Indian kid from like the East Coast, who's you know his jokes involve like rappers and Kanye West going to R. Kelly show, and just like he brings all these different just themes into his comedy, and it's just and you believe it, you know, it just be like oh this guy I don't believe that you know Indian guy is talking about rap. I do he's 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 legit. This guy has skills. So Aziz and sorry. A uh, vote for Aziz. I think I had a mini stroke there because it sounded like you just skipped in the middle of the conversation, which is kind of awesome. I want to vote for Roseanne, but I, oh God, Aziz, I didn't know was a comedian. I thought he was a comedic actor like Mike, and then I found his comedy. And and, and the the thing that makes me vote for Aziz right now. Is Randy the fact, Randy, Randy. <laughs> the fact that he made up a completely different comedic persona for uh, what the hell was the name of that movie? It doesn't even matter the name funny of the people. movie. It made up for funny people, and Randy, they were having a hard time. If you actually watch the special features on that, they had a hard time getting the audience to not like him, or or you, uh, you know, as a viewer to not like him because Randy was engaging. And it's like, oh, God, and Randy is still funny as hell. The fact that he has a DJ in the background. <laughs> Randy! Yeah, I've got to vote for Aziz Azari and Randy. Uh, and uh, Paul. Well, I, you know, I've seen Aziz Azari's stand-up act. Um, I, I, it's good. It's funny. Um, 
the the stalking around the stage with the blackberry and the you sort of like I'm I'm sort of going to do the Facebook uh, bulletin board computer post that it, I just thought it was you know a pretty limited bit of shtick. I wasn't fond of it. I think Roseanne, as much as I dislike her as a person and what she sort of turned into over time, I think as the comic and what got her the show. Uh, it, it, it was more of like a groundbreaker thing than Aziz has done, so I have to go with Roseanne. I'll vote for Roseanne, but Randy is moving on. And we're on to our next fight. Mike, this one is yours. It is Bill Cosby versus Sam Kinison. Oh, yeah, an easy fight here. Uh, is this easy? Um because you know, again, we've got uh, you know Bill Cosby is is certainly a, a titan and uh, one of the biggest and most influential comedians of all time. But uh, I'm going to vote for Sam Kinison. Um, I, I I love Bill Cosby's act, but Kinison's act was so much funnier. And uh, and for me, it was kind of groundbreaking. I mean, I remember that very first Saturday Night Live appearance when he starts screaming at the audience and nobody has any idea what to expect if this is a real fucking crazy man and that long coat and fucked up hat. But also because Sam Kinison was really the ultimate fusion of comedy and rock and roll. Um, you know, he basically lived the life of a rock star despite being kind of an ugly troll of a man um, and, and really just made that his whole thing, his persona. He even died young. Um, although he even... He didn't OD. He winds up getting uh, hit by a drunk driver. So he even he even kind of like went out in a in, in a, an unexpected way. Uh, I I really thought he was going to die, uh, you know, OD or something. Uh, and you know, in the end, I, I have all of his comedy albums. I have uh, well, I think I have a I do have a DVD because I think I was even even have a VHS. I mean, he's one of my favorite comedians of all time. Uh, he inspired the misogyny that I'm so famous for on this show. So uh, for that, I'll vote for Sam Kinison. I'll vote for Sam Kinison. Leo. I'm going to go Bill Cosby. Um, this is a guy that can make you laugh and not have to swear. <clears throat> and I, I think a lot of people just kind of oversee that, maybe. And I, I, I like what he was able to do. I mean, not only was he awesome stand-up, but he gave us a TV show that was like one of like I grew up watching that show, man, and I loved it. So I'm an it's Cosby Cosby show for me, or <laughs> Bill Cosby for me. A vote for Bill Cosby. Bill Cosby is the comedian's comedian. Um, he he uh, basically every comedian that you that you'll ever hear. When they get asked who is the greatest comedian of all time, they'll say people like Carlin and Cosby and Pryor. And Cosby pops in there more and more as they get older and as they go back and listen to his craft. His craft work, what he does on stage is amazing. And, and, and you don't even realize that he's doing it because he just stands there or sits there and tells a story and waits for the laugh. And that's, that's something that... A lot of comedians talk about when they talk about Bill Cosby is that he waits for the audience to laugh. He he doesn't rush it. He just he knows it's there and he just waits for them. They start laughing and he keeps and he continues on. Uh, he he's an amazing comedian. Sam Kinison. Sam Kinison. I I don't. I, it was a product of his time. I, Sam Kinison is still somewhat funny, but 
you had to kind of be there in the late 80s to understand why Sam Kennison was funny. Uh, Bill Cosby is still just funny. Um, so I'm going to go with Cosby. Paul? Well, I was. that's pretty good. I was all set to go for another first-round pick that, you know, you're – you got two vastly different sort of styles going head to head. And Sam Kinison was one of my picks. And again, I'm pissed about the first round draw for him. Um, but actually, Damon, you, you sort of got me with the argument of the, the storyteller waiting for the laugh versus the product of the time. Uh, so I will go with Cosby myself. You're just saying that because your wife would be mad at you if you voted for Sam Kinison. <laughs> A vote for Bill Cosby. <laughs> and Jeff. It was the women. Come on. <laughs> God, this is such a tough one. I mean, I, I I agree with everything everybody said about Bill Cosby. You know, he's a consummate storyteller. He, he has that comedy that is pretty much timeless. But I also love Sam Kinison. This is, this is a terrible first-round matchup because I must have worn out the audio cassette tape I had of Sam Kinison just listening to it over and over and laughing my ass off and the screaming and you gotta give credit to the guy for being you know even I guess to the end a very devoutly religious guy but never ever played like he was a religious guy because the filth that came out of his mouth you would never associate with somebody that was devoutly religious but I mean it's where do you go with this? Do you vote out Bill Cosby, who, as as was mentioned before, is a titan? You know that literally is the head of a, a comedy empire. I I love Sam Kennison to death, and I really want to go with him, but I don't think I could vote out Bill Cosby. So I I guess I'm gonna have to go with Bill Cosby on this one. You can vote Sam Kennison. It's it's fine. You wouldn't vote out Cosby. Cosby's already technically won. Yeah, Cosby already won. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, and yeah, it's he's Cosby's timeless. I think Kinison might have been able to modify with the times had he not died so young. But yeah, I just from from the the sheer amount of material, I, I think I got to go with Cosby. Still a vote for Cosby, and Bill Cosby is moving on. We are on to our next fight, Leo. This one is yours. It is Bill Hicks versus Eddie Murphy. I was eight years old when my sister smuggled me into the movie theater to go see Eddie Murphy Raw. Um, I'm not going to vote for Bill Hicks. I'm going to vote for Eddie Murphy. Uh, I love him. He's hilarious. He always has been. I don't care how many kids movies he makes now. He can make as many kids movies he wants now. Um, He's always going to be funny to me. Raw was just insane. So, Raw. A vote for Eddie Murphy. Uh, Bill Hicks is another one of those guys that people talk about all the time, at least comedians, because uh, I listen to a lot of comedian podcasts and they always talk about how great Bill Hicks was, but I- I've never heard Bill Hicks. So I can't say that, um, that I would pick Bill Hicks, but Eddie Murphy brought something to comedy that wasn't there before. And it wasn't his vulgar- vulgarity or anything like that. He brought the ability to be young, but because before Eddie Murphy... Every comedian wore a suit and a tie, and they all looked like old men. After Eddie Murphy, you've got a very wide variety of what you are, what you are, and just go up on stage and be that. There, there wasn't the uniform. There wasn't a comedian uniform. And Eddie Murphy broke, broke that uniform mold, so I'm going to be voting for Eddie Murphy. Uh, Paul? Uh, well, I, I, growing in my, uh, my stream of first-round matchups, I hate. This was a bad one. 
Um, Eddie Murphy Raw was was fantastic. Unfortunately, you also had uh, Doctor Doolittle, Nutty Professor Two, Doolittle Two, Daddy Daycare, Norbit, and yeah, that's not his stand up. But I think uh, Eddie Murphy sort of stagnated, and that was sort of a professional decision on his own. Uh, Bill Hicks stagnated because of cancer. And one of the best uh, references I heard was basically the only reason Dennis Leary is famous is because there's no cure for cancer because of about uh, how much of his act he sort of copped off Bill Hicks. Um, Bill Hicks was brilliant. He was killing in clubs that he wasn't old enough to get in. Um, the guy started his craft when he was 16, 17 years old and didn't stop until he was in the ground. Um, Bill Hicks, 100%. Uh, vote for Bill Hicks. Jeff? Gosh. Uh, you know, I, I hate to admit it, I was never a huge fan of Bill Hicks. Um, I, I respect the guy for what he did, especially, uh, you know, he went all the way, like you said, until he was in the ground, basically. But, you know, Eddie Murphy, you, you can't, I, I think you have to focus on him just as a stand-up comedian. And himself and Raw, I mean, come on. Eddie Murphy killed it. I can still pop those tapes in today. And yeah, the Mr. T jokes may not play to modern audiences but the rest of that comedy you know you know what have you done for me lately that kind of stuff i think is still going to ring chord with younger audiences um i gotta say Andy murphy uh, i still die every time i see his stand-up stuff uh vote for Andy murphy and mike uh i'll throw some more uh some more love to bill hicks um he may have uh i mean he, he worked uh, all the way to to the grave, but I think more important than that was uh, the the kind of work that he did. I mean, he was definitely a very uh, he he was cut from that uh, more politically observant cloth that you that uh, that Carlin and Lenny Bruce and a lot of other people are, are from. And he said a lot of stuff that uh, a lot of people didn't want to hear, but he spoke a lot of truth and. Uh, and he was still just as funny doing it. Uh, Eddie Murphy may have been bigger. Eddie Murphy certainly uh, played a a much broader style of comedy, a much more commercially viable style of comedy. Uh, a lot of people couldn't couldn't laugh at Bill Hicks because he was saying things about them and about the world that they just plain didn't want to cop to. And uh, and the fact that he never compromised with that, uh, I think. And and again. It's easy to be political. It's hard to be political and be just outright hilarious. Uh, so I'll vote for Bill Hicks. I'll vote for Bill Hicks, but Eddie Murphy is moving on. We're on to our next fight. It is George Lopez versus Den Dennis Leary. Um, George Lopez is one of two Hispanic comedians that we have on here. Uh, most of these guys are... <laughs> it's either white guys or black guys. That's all we know in comedy, but... um. Lopez is really, really funny, but I like Dennis Leary's stand-up just a little bit more. It's stand-up. Lopez, I prefer on his shows and stuff like that. I actually prefer him in that scenario uh, over Dennis Leary, but uh, Leary's stand-up is, is still pretty top-notch to me, so I'm going to go with Dennis Leary. Uh, Paul? 
Well, I kind of I, I said my piece on Dennis Leary uh, a bit with the Bill Hicks uh, rant. Um, I like Dennis Leary's stand-up. I still think it's funny. I liked it less after I learned more about what Bill Hicks did. Um, you know, George Lopez, you know, 10 years ago, I might have said it was better until, again, until I learned what I learned know about Dennis Leary. Um, so I'll go with George Lopez. I'll vote for George Lopez. Uh, Jeff. Uh, dude, he's the asshole. Uh, you gotta go with Dennis Leary on this one. I mean, I, much respect to George Lopez. He's had a great career, still continues to have a great career, but Dennis Leary, I mean, no cure for cancer. I've listened to that thing a hundred times. Uh, still funny every single time. But where uh, did he get it from? Well, come on. Everybody steals from everybody. That's, that's the nature of that business and, and entertainment business in general. So, I mean, Dennis Leary for me on this grouping. Uh, vote for Dennis Leary. Mike? Uh, I'm also going to vote for Dennis Leary. Um, I mean, I'm, I, I'm not necessarily familiar with, uh, with what uh, you're, you're saying about him and Bill Hicks. Um, you know, I don't know. Maybe I'll look into it some more. Um, but, you know, I can, I can do not just a couple of Leary routines. I know a lot of them. Uh, and uh, and even though I've I've seen George Lopez again, I'm more familiar with him as an actor than as a comedian and as a talk show host also, but uh, than I am as as a comedian. Uh, so I don't really know any of of his bits at all. Uh, I don't I don't remember them. So uh, it's going to be Dennis Leary. Uh, vote for Dennis Leary and Leo Ortiz. You make me sad, dog. <laughs> What's up with that? Um, I'm going to vote for George Lopez. I, he's, he's so damn funny. And the cool thing about him is that he does give you an insight to, um, to Chicano, uh, which is, uh, Mexican born in the U S, uh, grown, grown up here. Um, that's what Chicano is. Um, uh, he does give you an insight to how, you know, we grew up, how crazy our families were and all that. And the cool thing is that, like, I've, I've gone to George Lopez show with, um, with with people who who weren't Mexican and they enjoyed the hell out of it, and to this day they're still big George Lopez fans. So I, I think he does bring people together. So George Lopez, too bad he didn't win though. Hmm. A vote for George Lopez, but Dennis Leary is moving on, and we are on to our next fight. Paul, this one is yours. Oh, look, it's another easy one. It is Chris Rock versus Robin Williams. Yeah, that's a simple one. That a, oh, man. Oh, again, a brutal first-round matchup for both these guys. Um, I love them. I've seen multiple specials. Both of them have done. They've had both brilliant stand-up careers. I'm going to give Robin Williams the edge on his improv. The way that guy can just sit there and just go and go on talk shows or inside the actor's studio or whatever opportunity he has to do so. Um, maybe Chris Rock can do it too. I've just never seen it. So I just think Chris Rock has not used enough cocaine. <laughs> oh, hey, vote for you know, Robin Williams. Uh, Jeff. It worked for Belushi. God. <laughs> This is, yeah, this is another terrible first-round matchup because both these guys are brilliant comedians. And either way I go on this, I feel like I'm going to be 
sliding one or the other. And it's and and they both deserve to be in this fight, and they both deserve to go on. Uh, God, Robin Williams has had a phenomenal career as a stand-up comedian, let alone you know movies, TV shows, and he's so versatile in what he's done. But I'm just going to focus on the stand-up. The stand-up, he's got great material. He improvises while he's doing his stand-up. You know, so. Every time you see him, even if he brings up his older material, he's still going to throw in something new. Uh, Chris Rock loved, loved his stand-up. Uh, you know, the things that he makes fun about, you know, how he loves his wife and he would continue to love her even if she had no arms and legs kind of thing. Um, God, you know what? There's a slight edge here. I think it's just from the volume of material and from... Having done it for so long, I, I, I got to give the slight edge to Robin Williams. A vote for Robin Williams, Mike. This really is is tough, and and especially for me because this is really a battle between sort of the the young Mike nostalgia and kind of what you know modern adult Mike uh, uh, really likes as a comedian. And when I was when I was younger, I was a huge fan of stand up comedy. A lot of that inspired by both seeing Steve Martin uh, on Saturday Night Live and uh, and his his albums, and then Richard Pryor. So I just then devoured everything. I stayed up late watching Evening at the Improv, um, and and I absolutely loved Robin Williams. He was uh, in many ways my favorite uh, comedian for a very very long time. I still think he's hilarious, um, and and because that. Mike loves some comedy so much more that makes me kind of want to lean towards him and certainly the bigger place in comedy history. And in a lot of ways, even Chris Rock, I mean, I've seen him live and I, I, I've, you know, listened to several of his, of his albums and, and seen his specials, but this one weird, what I thought was incredibly hilarious moment that almost nobody ever seemed to notice just always stuck out and, and hung in my head is just this perfect piece of, of, timing and comedy and it was when he was hosting some awards show i think it was the mtv awards one of the famous ones and and, and amongst all of the crazy stuff that he said in that show uh will smith i think got a lifetime achievement award maybe and he got up there and he said you know this i i, I won this award uh without having to sing about all those uh you know gangster rap stuff i proved that you can you can actually be successful uh working clean and without using a lot of profanity and then he he kind of leaves the stage, and Chris Rock just walks up to the microphone and goes, "I use a lot of profanity," and then just jumps right into his routine. And it was hilarious. It was one of the funniest things I've ever seen. The way he delivered that line, which I did not do it any justice, was just perfect delivery. And uh, Robin Williams is crazy and manic, but he's not he's not that tight focused you know, just knows how to deliver his material comedian that Chris Rock is. Um, <laughs> so I'm going to give it to Chris Rock. A vote for Chris Rock. Leo. I, I think when Eddie Murphy uh, kind of faded in stand-up, I do think that the next big thing that came out would be Chris Rock. Uh, he ran with that torch and uh, bring the pain to this day makes me laugh. The, uh, Black people and N word part that was just amazing. I'm voting for Chris Rock. 
Another vote for Chris Rock. It is all tied up and comes down to me and God damn you guys, because just like Mike, it's young Damon versus old Damon. And young Damon loved Robin Williams. He was the greatest. He was Mork. I love the shit out of Mork. He's great. Um, but that's like eight-year-old Damon. Um, 14-year-old, 15-year-old Damon found Chris Rock. And Chris Rock was was the shit. And, and the thing about Chris Rock is Chris Rock is a comedian. Uh, Robin Williams started in uh, being as being a stand-up, and he can still do it. He's still got the chops, but he's a comedic actor. He's an actor. He's a performer. Uh, he can do other things. He's very versatile. You're absolutely right. Chris Rock is a comedian, and that's it. He can't do anything else. He can host a show. Uh, he cannot be, uh, act in movies. He's a horrible actor. Uh, he's uh, best you're going to get out of him is maybe stuff in sketches, but even in sketches, he's not as good as when he's on that stage in front of people. That's when he's at his, at, at his absolute best. The only um, character he can be convincing at is Chris Rock. Exactly. So before <laughs> I'm going to be voting for the Chris Rock. Wow. And Chris Rock takes down Robin Williams in round one. That sucks. Uh, and we are on to our next fight. Jeff, this one is yours. It is Gabriel Iglesias versus David Cross. Oh, man. David Cross, by far. Uh, God, David Cross just... I first discovered him on Mr. Show, and then I found out this, wait, this guy's a stand-up comedian, and every single show that I have seen him in just kills me. I mean, slays me. It's that that kind of almost i'm kind of almost a depressed guy humor and you know i'm into everything you know talking about picking up porn at the airport i mean come on who hasn't walked by that newsstand and looked at that and goes hmm i'm here by myself in the airport but yeah david cross hilarious hilarious no offense to gabriel iglesias but David Cross is my type of comedy, so I'm I'm going with David Cross. Uh, vote for David Cross, Mike. Uh, I am going to vote for Gabriel Iglesias. Um, I'm I'm actually not that familiar with David Cross. I've only listened to uh, one uh, comedy CD that he did, and uh, honestly, I didn't like it very much. I I like him more. Uh, as as an actor, uh, especially as as uh, an actor in a, in like television shows and movies. Um, I was I was actually not. I mean, I like Mr. Show, but I it was far from uh, one of my favorite sketch comedy shows. And uh, and this way, I actually can uh, put a a Hispanic forward uh, as well as a fat guy <laughs> because you know fat comedy is uh, highly underrated because those guys die off pretty quick. Uh, vote for Gabriel Iglesias. Leo! I'm voting for Gabriel Iglesias, of course. Uh, he is so damn funny. And I love when he makes fun of white women because he has that squeaky high-pitched voice and he's like, hello! And just the crazy pranks he plays on his friends. And David Cross is funny, you know, but I think he's funnier on TV. As a, like you guys have been saying, he's funnier on TV than he is in... Um, stand-up i mean if we were going by like him being an arrested development versus gabriel iglesias on you know all that because he was on that show you know it'd be david cross but 
No, comedi- uh, stand-up wise, Gabriel Iglesias. A vote, a vote for Gabriel Iglesias. Ah, uh, why? Uh, this sucks for me because I don't want to. I don't want to. Uh, I could. I could just pass it off to Paul and vote for David Cross, but I also don't want Gabriel Iglesias to go out. I do like David Cross a lot. I listen to all of his albums, um, but he is—he's—he uh, is a great performer. Period. Doing stand-up, doing you know a sketch comedy show, doing just a regular sitcom. He's a really good or a movie. He's a really good performer. Um, you know, Gabriel makes me laugh. Ah, God damn it! I I might. I got to go with my heart. I always got to vote with my heart because I always regret it later. I'm voting for David Cross. It is all tied up. It comes down to you, Paul. Which one takes the win? Well, I, I, I've heard them both. Um, Gabriel Iglesias is funny. Um, I think the big fat guy humor gets a little done to death after a little while. But David Cross and his absolute fucking jihad against Larry the Cable Guy. I mean, above and beyond the brilliance of Mr. Show, taking down that fake hillbilly hick is one of the best things I've ever heard. So, David Cross. Uh, vote for David Cross. I guess we'll all just go back to Mexico then. <laughs> uh, well, it's a long walk there from Chicago. So much for us stealing your jobs. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently not. And what do you mean us, Mike? You're like one quarter. He's a no. It counts. Yeah, Jim Crow days, it counts, but not anymore. <laughs> David Cross is moving on. We are on to our next fight. Mike, this one is yours. I personally think this is an easy fight, an actual easy fight. It is Pat Oswald versus Dana Carvey. Uh, I am not a big fan of Dana Carvey's stand-up. Um, certainly, uh, I, I, he was my I, I really liked him on Saturday Night Live, uh, but you know that's not stand-up comedy. And uh, I, but I was going to vote for him because I've been on a uh, fuck Patton Oswald kick lately, and and then I realized why. And the main reason why is because uh, beyond his stand-up c- comedy, he's uh, he he gets to be kind of a, a whiny geek bitch sometimes, and uh, his his rants about you know the decline of geek culture, and uh, and swearing off DC comics and meltdown comics because they asked some questions. Uh, I thought it was really just kind of, kind of bizarre and, and ridiculous and just sort of like, you know, go back to being funny. And I realized the reason why I was pissed is because like his comedy, his real life is an accurate reflection of, of what a whiny little geek bitch I am. So I think my hate <laughs> for him comes from him being a mirror because everything he says in his comedy is just spot on. And uh, he's a great geek comedian and and says things that I it says those things that geeks sometimes go. I thought I was the only one who thought that. So uh, for for being one of us, and for being basically just a much funnier, more successful, and probably better in most ways version of me, Pat Oswald. Uh, vote for Pat Oswald, Leo. Uh, Pat Oswald. Uh, he hates on DC probably just as much as I do. Uh, Dana Carvey is not funny. I've, I've seen a couple of his stand-ups, and they were just god-awful. Um, Pat Oswald. A vote for Pat Oswald. 
I, Dana Carvey was my favorite person Saturday, uh, Saturday Night Live. Not gonna do it. Not gonna do it. Wouldn't be prudent at this juncture. All that shit was... Well, isn't that special? All that shit was great and amazing. Uh, and then I saw his stand-up, and I, w- I was somewhat disappointed. And and that happens from time to time, because funny people aren't always good at being stand-up comedians, because there is an actual skill involved in stand-up comedy. And I'm not saying that he can't do it, because he can work a room, and he is good at that. But uh, the first ca- stand-up comedian I've ever ever saw live was Patton Oswalt, and uh, he was the shit. So I, I'm going to be voting for Patton Oswalt here. Uh, sorry, Dana. Uh, Paul. Well, I, I will heartily agree that Patton Oswalt is the is the better stand-up comedian. Uh, I, I will give a meaningless throwaway vote to Dana Carvey um, on the strength of his incredible bit with uh, Catherine Hepburn giving Jimmy Stewart a blowjob. So that that deserves some recognition in this competition. <laughs> that is a. I just remembered that. <laughs> that is a good bit. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> a vote. Take it or. <laughs> a vote for Dana Carvey <laughs> and Jeff. Wow. Um, I've seen Dana Carvey uh, live in concert uh, and. I loved all of his previous... I mean, the guy was originally a stand-up comedian, and that's how he got discovered and then ended up going on to Saturday Night Live. But um, I saw him uh, about three or four years ago here in Las Vegas, and I was a little sad. He had a little bit of new material, but I was kind of saddened by the fact that all of the, almost all the material he was doing was stuff I'd already heard before. You know, he did the chopping broccoli bit. He did the uh, the sting, you know, playing guitar or, or any rock star playing guitar and then looking from side to side. And I was like, this is all stuff I've heard before. Now, I know he's had health problems and he's been in and out of the hospital with cardiac issues. I will grant that. But at the same time, Pat Oswalt is funny as hell. Every special I've seen with Pat Oswalt hilarious not really fun of the book that i'm reading right now it, it's got its moments but as a stand-up comedian Patton oswald is hilarious and he is that anger geek and i think that's why he does appeal to me because i'm a huge geek and i get angry about things so i can identify with that and um i also find the material very pleasing so i'm gonna go with Patton oswald in this bracket uh, vote for Patton Oswald, and Patton Oswald is moving on. And we're at the end of the first round with our last fight. It's the last unround fight of the evening. It's Jared's pick. It is Don Rickles versus uh, this is a motherfucker of a fight. Red Fox. Leo, that oh my was yours. I'm going for Red Fox because uh, there's one line that I've always of his uh, just always stick in my head it made me laugh so hard it was from the show actually and uh and excuse me damon i have to drop the n-bomb dude is that cool i don't give a fuck all right he's like his his line was he's like judge there's more niggas in here than a tarzan movie and that made me laugh so fucking hard i'm going with red fox uh vote for red fox yeah Jared is a dick. I'm an even a bigger dick for putting Red Fox against Don Rickles. And Don Rickles wasn't originally on here. Uh, I can't remember who we took off. Who did we take off, Mike? 
Uh, Bob Saget. It was Bob Saget that got taken off of the list for Don Rickles. And Don Rickles is amazing. He's one of the best comedians of all time. Um, but he's also up against one of the best comedians of all time. Mm-hmm. And, and Red Fox... Red Fox was old when when Rickles was a little young. Rickles might have stolen a little material. He didn't really, but they're both insult comedians. They're both uh, they're both excellent. God damn it! God damn you, Jared! God damn you, me for putting him up, uh, putting him here as opposed to the other side. I could have put him on the other side. Uh, God damn it! I'm going Red Fox. I, I I love the fuck out of Red Fox, Paul. Hmm. Uh, we we got some great first round matchups. Probably the best set of first, or best or worst set of first round matchups that I can recall seeing uh, on one of these brackets. Um, Don Rickles. I mean, an institution. However, I think Red. Bottom line, Red Fox is funnier. So Red Fox. Uh, vote for Red Fox, uh, Jeff. Oh, God damn, this is such a tough call. Um, you're, you're talking about two angry old men, um, perfect with their insults, perfect with their timing. I mean, God, this is, this is one of those things where you get two guys that are pretty much on even ground as far as uh, who they are as a comedian. Um, man, um, Oh, it's such a tough call. I think I think I'm gonna have to go with Red Fox. No, no disrespect to Don Rickles, but Red Fox right up to the end was hilarious and still had perfect timing and a in that angry old man view of the world that uh, that really kind of made you sit and think about what he was talking about. So yeah, Red Fox. Another vote for Red Fox. And Mike, why are you going to be voting for Bob Saget? <laughs> <laughs> um, I uh, yeah, okay, I'll vote for Bob Saget because uh, no, actually, it's funny when uh, when you mentioned, I mean, we put Don Rickles on the list because we're like, God, he's 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 got to be on there because that's one of the problems with building this list, especially when there are so many great ones to to choose from. I remember uh, when I saw this list, I think I sent out an email saying, you know, this is a motherfucker of a list because this is going to be a really really tough stuff on here. And uh, so we put Don Rickles on, even though nobody put him on, because we were just like, he's got to be on there. How could we not put him on there? And then when you, Damon, when you just said this is going to be a tough one, I'm sitting there thinking, how tough can it be? I mean, he already beat one person, if you think about it, and he wasn't even put on the list. And then you said it was Red Fox. I'm like, oh, fuck, now this is tough. And then uh, it all of a sudden became not tough when Red Fox won, so I can vote for Don Rickles, uh, because... He was actually the first stand-up comedian I ever saw live. I saw him in Vegas. Uh, he walked right by me. He insulted someone sitting right behind me. I was very scared because when he looked over, I thought he was looking at me. Uh, and and he really did. He is the definitive insult comic. I mean, Red Fox is great, and I probably would have voted for him if uh, if I actually had to vote here or actually had a, a vote that counted here. But uh, he he was funnier, but he really was not the definitive uh comedian of a particular style of comedy and for me don rickles is i mean insult insult comics uh will always be judged by that standard so uh because he does deserve a little love he deserved to be on this list he didn't deserve to go up against uh someone who really is a big gun from the same era even 
But uh, sorry, Don, you're you're out. A vote for Don Rickles, but Red Fox takes the win, and we'll be back right. Feedback. <clears throat> All right, let's try this. This is the voiceover for a comedian <clears throat> movie trailer. Take one. In a world where laughter was king. Uh, no in a world, Jack. What do you mean, no in a world? It's not that kind of movie. Oh? Okay. In a land that... No in a land either. In a time... No, I don't think so. In a land before time... It's about a comedian, Jack. One man... No... When your life is no longer your own... What, what does that mean? When everything you know is wrong... That's wrong. In an outpost... No... On the edge of space... No space... A girl... No... Two girls... No... Now... No... More than ever... Stop it... A renegade cop... Oh, I hate you... A robot renegade cop... You're fired... You're fired... No, you're actually fired. I'm fired. Get out of the booth, Jack. No, I like it in here. Hello, I'm Greg, host of a podcast called Inappropriate Conversations. The show is breaking down barriers about discussing politics, sex, and religion. Society says we should keep them separated. I say come out and play. You'll find inappropriate conversations on iTunes in the politics section or at inappropriateconversations.podbean.com. Thanks for listening. Music by Kevin McLeod. This is Brian Townsend from Into the Batcave. That is www.intothe.libsyn.com. And you are listening to Geek Fights. And we're back doing what we do every week, coming at you with a little geek cred. Uh, we're going to start with you, Leo. Leo, what is your geek cred? Well, my geek cred is I'm a comic book artist, writer for Cheese Lord Comics. Everyone, please visit CheeseLordComics.com. And uh, I also enjoy very expensive meats and cheeses. And pretentious beers. And that's <laughs> some weird geek, right? Uh, Mr. Paul Kowalski. Uh, I think I found a bit of a soul a soulmate here. I, I like the pretentious beers, and I, I have no creative aspects, but I've got a 25-year comic collection and a uh, special uh, spot in my heart for horror flicks. So that is my geek cred. Thank you very much, Paul. And new to the show, Mr. Jeff Gunter. What is your geek cred, sir? Um, I, too, enjoy pretentious beers. This is really weird. Tasty, nice. delicious beer. But uh, uh, I am a producer as well as a participant in the Ugly Couch Show, both the, the Geek Shock audio podcast as well as the, uh, the video show. Uh, please visit UglyCouchShow.com. If you're not familiar with it, it's a great little show. The video show, we do reviews of pop culture, geek culture items. Uh, the audio podcast called Geek Shock. We basically talk about week in geek. Uh, we review, uh, we talk about uh, 
what's in the news, and then we just kind of react to it. So uh, we've been doing that for just over four years now. So that's my geek cred, I guess, if you will. Rock and roll. Mike's found a new podcast. But we're jumping back into the fights. Uh, oh, starts off with me. It is Steve Martin versus George Carlin. Yeah, these fights are going to get so much easier. Um, <laughs> I like Steve Martin a lot, but Steve Martin was a stand-up in the 1970s and, and pretty much stopped. Uh, George Carlin never did. He, he was a stand-up till the day he died. Uh, so I'm going to vote for George Carlin. Uh, Paul. You know, I'm I'm gonna have to go for George Carlin too. Uh, same sort of rationale. Steve Martin sort of hung up his stand-up spurs after a while. Um, he's a great banjo player. I've heard him do that, like on Austin City Limits. That's his apparently his new bent to his career. But that's not stand-up. So George Carlin. Uh, vote for George Carlin, Jeff. You know, I, I think uh, I'm gonna have to agree with you guys on this. Um, Steve Martin did pretty much stop his. Uh, stand-up in the early 80s. Uh, but, I mean, not to take anything away from him, he is a comic genius. He's a writer. He has done numerous acting gigs. Um, he's written stage plays. Um, but George Carlin was the not only an actor in movies, but a consummate uh, stand-up comedian right up to the very end, um, till he literally was physically unable to perform on stage anymore. So... George Carlin, sorry, I missed him all the time. I, every year I kept saying, you know what, crap, I missed him this year. Well, he'll be back next year. And then the last time, he wasn't. So, sadly, never got to see him on stage. But, yeah, George Carlin, missed the guy. I'll vote for George Carlin. Mike? Uh, I'm going to vote for Steve Martin. He, uh... Uh, Carlin is bigger and certainly uh, deserves... Uh, all, all the respect and deserves to move on. But uh, for me, just personally, I always liked Steve Martin a lot more. And uh, a lot of it goes back to seeing him, I think it was the the very first, no, the second, maybe third, it was either second or third appearance on Saturday Night Live. Uh, it's where the, he did uh, like the Happy Feet and the Wild and Crazy Guys, the second one. Uh, and it was, it just blew my mind. And I, that's like 1978. So I'm 10 years old. I mean, I'm really not even supposed to be able to get this stuff. But there was something about what he did and how he did it that appealed to me when I was a kid. Even Ben, I, I saw it. I, I bought all of Steve Martin's albums. I had uh, Let's Get Small on, uh, on cassette tape. I actually still have the Steve Martin Brothers where one side is comedy and the second side is... Uh, is the banjo playing where that's the, really the first time he introduced that. So even though he's had much less of an impact, um, just personally, he had, he had more of an impact on me cause he really was, uh, you know, one of my, my early favorites and he really kind of transformed, uh, comedy, uh, from being this sort of small, intimate club thing, uh, into, into kind of uh, on that sort of rock and roll stage. Certainly, uh, Richard Pryor also, uh, was was part of that, and I think that's that's kind of where I first started uh, getting into comedy. And so, uh, you know, maybe this is my because it appealed to me when I was a youth. Uh, I'm going to vote for Steve for Steve Martin. I'll vote for Steve Martin and Leo. Uh, short but sweet, George Carlin. And George Carlin is moving on. We are on to our next fight, Paul. This one is yours. 
It is Jerry Seinfeld versus Richard Pryor. Another easy one. I don't know if I sufficiently made clear my antipathy for Jerry Seinfeld during the last round, but I still hate the fucking guy. I, I think his observ his quote observational humor is on par with at least in terms of wit with fucking Dane Cook. Isn't it funny that thing the guy does? Cook is more explicit about it, but that's basically what Seinfeld does. And Richard Pryor is a genius. So Richard Pryor. Uh, vote for Pryor. Uh, Jeff. God, I, I like Jerry Seinfeld a lot. He's still doing stand-up. Um, I see every now and then when I'm driving around here in town that he's, uh, he's at Caesars once again. Um, his shows sell out all the time. But I think if Richard Pryor were still with us, his shows would sell out as well. And Richard Pryor, just hilarious. I mean, every time I've ever seen him, even just in interviews, when he'll pull out a little bit out, even when his health was waning, he was still funny. So I, I'm going to have to give the edge to Richard Pryor on this one. Another vote for Pryor. Mike? Um, you know, I, I, uh, I love Seinfeld. Uh, I've seen him live. Uh, I, I absolutely love the show. And I think he is a, an amazing stand-up comedian. Uh, I know a lot of people don't like him, but I, I really think it, it's deserved. I mean, certainly in terms of his, his craft, and I think very funny. And, you know, the observational stuff may not be as accurate, uh, and certainly a lot of the, the act has changed. But I, I still have always thought he was funny from the very first time I saw him on, like, an evening at the Improv. And... uh you know, I, I did not expect much from the show, but, you know, I, I think that the words Richard Pryor was a genius have, have already been used, and uh, I almost kind of just, I don't think I need to say any more at this point. I, I think I, I, I'm really saddened that Seinfeld had to go up against Richard Pryor this early, because uh, I think he does deserve a, a lot more credit, but uh, it's Richard Pryor. Uh, vote for Richard Pryor. Leo. Just because I want Richard Pryor to get a clean sweep against Jerry Seinfeld, because I hate Jerry Seinfeld. I love the show because there's a lot of good guys there, and you know other people made it funny, but I hate Jerry Seinfeld. So, Richard Pryor. A vote for Richard Pryor. It will not be a clean sweep. Oh, I, not because I wouldn't want to make Richard Pryor. I, if it if it came down to it, I would definitely vote for Pryor over over Seinfeld. But Seinfeld. The, the only reason the show was any good was because he was only using it as a stepping stone. That's all he was saying. You listen to uh, the most recent interview. I can't. It's the new Showtime show about comedy. But he, he was like, no, I, we did the show. I thought it would just boost my, my, my notoriety around the country so I could sell more tickets to clubs around the country so i had an easier time to tour so he never intended seinfeld to be as big as it was he always wanted to be a stand-up comedian that's all he has ever been including on the show that's what he was doing and he's all about timing observational humor isn't very funny it's his timing that's funny and he's great with timing i'm gonna vote for jerry seinfeld but richard pryor is moving on and we are on to our next fight jeff this one is yours it is Sarah Silverman versus Louis C.K. God, that's not, you're just not making this thing any easy at all. Um, God, I, I, I really love both these comedians. I think they're both 
uber talented. Um, I, I think if I had to pick, you know, gun in my head, had to pick one, I think I'd have to go with Louis C.K. just because his 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 comedy is always fresh. It's always relevant. Not to say that Sarah Silverman's isn't, but the guy slays me every time I see him bring out his new bit. And, and you almost have that anticipation. Okay, I know he's going to do something new. What's the new thing this time when I'm seeing him? So I'm going to go with Louis C.K. I'll vote for Louis C.K. Mike. Um, you know, with uh, with this one, this 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 one's not that that tough for me because um, Louis C.K. <coughs> I made a joke in the last round uh, just about Lenny Bruce, so I didn't really talk about him. Uh, but you know, he a lot. You know, we talk a lot about stand-up comedians on on television, and uh, you know, here's another example of like that. The reason that show is so funny is because it's about him as a stand-up comedian. And, you know, he does his act in the show. And it's really kind of taking that, really, I mean, it's it's moving stand-up comedy into kind of a different stage. You know, a lot of comedians would do that. A lot of them worked their act in uh, kind of metaphorically, but not a lot of them had brought themselves in as stand-up comedians. Seinfeld did it. Kirby Enthusiasm kind of does it. But Louis C.K. really, Seinfeld was just, that was sort of incidental. It was a pretty typical sitcom. But he really kind of, Louis C.K. made it very, very real. And then, you know, topping that with, like, the specials and, and how he's distributing them and really getting that that performance out to a wider people and, and really kind of playing a new stage. Um, I, I think he doesn't get enough... I mean, a lot of people praise him, but I really think he's he's doing something very different with, with comedy and taking it into a, a new place. And that sounds all kind of stupid and pretentious, but he's also very funny. And, uh, you know, you were saying earlier about all those horrible things he was saying... One of the things I was gonna, or that he was thinking, one of the things I was going to say last round was, well, one of the reasons I like him is because he really says a lot of things that I kind of think myself, and those are all the horrible things that you were talking about. So, you know, in the end, I'm kind of as horrible a person as he is, and I, I think I'm finding myself drawn to comedians that are actually showing me how bad I am. This is not good. I'll vote for <laughs> Louis C.K. Leo. Again, I'll... Uh, Louis C.K. I, I don't think Sarah Silverman's. I, I don't. I don't get her comedy. And I'm. You guys hear well, the way I talk. I'm crude and everything. But like, I just. I don't get why she's crude sometimes. And uh, that's just. It, it turns me off. So Louis C.K. Another vote for Louis C.K. Um, I like Sarah Silverman a lot. I. I I'm not going to be able to vote for her in this round. Louis C.K. is actually a better comedian, top to bottom. She'll even tell you that. Like, if if you were able to say, who's better, you or Louis C.K., she'd go, Louis C.K., what the fuck are you talking about? Get the hell out of here. Uh, so I'm going to go Louis C.K. And, Paul, is it a clean sweep? It is a clean sweep. Uh, as much as I appreciate Sarah Silverman's act, which is excellent, uh, just Louis C.K. is in a, in a sort of different league at this point. I mean, it's it, his uh, the the amount of material he puts out, the proliferation all all the time. It's new stuff. Um, the stuff he does on his TV show is brilliant. Um, the stand up stuff reaches everybody. It's not just like uh, you know acidic social commentary. I mean, he says stuff that everybody who has a kid can laugh about. Um, 
I mean, he, he's just got such a broad appeal that, I mean, in addition to the skill of his craft, Louis C.K. is just head and shoulders above. So, Louis C.K. takes the win in a clean sweep, and we are on to our next fight. Mike, this one is yours. It is Russell Peters versus Rodney Dangerfield. Both of them get no respect. Uh, good point, but uh, I actually do know who one of them is, so I will vote for Rodney Dangerfield. And and not just for that, but because I absolutely uh, I loved Rodney Dangerfield. I still do. I mean, uh, he 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 was uh, his, that was that was such a signature. I mean, yeah, he didn't have a lot of range. All, all the jokes were basically the same, but he was great. That was his thing, and, and it was hilarious. And back uh, when I was in junior high, we had to give a speech in an English class, and it wasn't something we wrote. We had to take something that someone else had wrote, and everybody picked speeches. And I, uh, I asked the teacher if I could do a comedy bit. And uh, he said yes, and I did portions of Rodney Dangerfield's uh, no, uh, no Respect album, and I even wore a tie. So, Rodney Dangerfield. Uh, vote for Rodney. Leo. Rodney Dangerfield. I'm not going to vote for uh, Russell Peters. Nobody knows who he is. Only you and me, Damon. So. <laughs> A vote for Rodney Dangerfield. Um, I'm, I'm not going to vote for Russell Peters either, and not because Russell Peters isn't great. Because he, I'm not. I'm not even kidding. Go out and find some Russell Peters. Watch a special. He has like a hundred of them. Literally the biggest comedian in the world, uh, and they're all really funny. But Rodney Dangerfield was the joke writer for Lenny Bruce. Like, he's the guy that provided Lenny Bruce with a voice. A lot of people don't know that because he didn't call himself Rodney Dangerfield at the time. History lesson, motherfucker. Know your history. Uh, So I'm going to be voting for Rodney Dangerfield because he is a prolific joke writer. Even though the jokes are corny, he always gets a laugh. And it's about timing and it's about craftsmanship and skill. So... I'm going to be voting for Rodney Dangerfield. Paul? Well, I think I'm going to have to go for Rodney as well. Again, uh, as soon as this episode finishes, I'm going to have to go and take a serious look at Russell Peters. But uh, on basis of familiarity, it's going to be Rodney Dangerfield. Another vote for Rodney. And Jeff, is it a clean sweep? Uh, yeah, I think it's going to be a clean sweep. Um, I, I like Russell Peters' comedy. Um, I've seen him a few times, but I think just because Rodney Dangerfield was just around so much longer um, and has so much more material, I, I yeah, you got to give the edge to him. I mean, the guy was hilarious. And as I said, I saw him here in concert uh, in Vegas, and the guy slayed, slayed the audience, you know, and he was getting up there in age, too, as I recall. This is 89, so it wasn't long before uh, he, you know, long before he'd passed. But, yeah, Rodney Dangerfield, still still an amazing comedian. And Rodney Dangerfield takes it in a clean sweep. Our first two clean sweeps, and guess what? They get to go up against each other in the next round. We are on to our next fight. Leo, this one is yours. It is Aziz Ansari versus Bill Cosby. I'm going with my boy Aziz Ansari. Um, as much as I love Bill Cosby, Aziz Ansari, I, I see this is just the beginning for him. This guy is so smart, so funny. Um, he can, again, culturally, he can go all across the board. Um, and, I, and I really do think he can be the next 
really big thing in Hollywood and just stand-up wise. So Aziz Ansari. I'll vote for Aziz. Aziz is definitely one of the next big things. Like he's going to have a bigger, blacker, bring the pain. He's going to have an album that comes out that that everybody takes and finally takes notice of how good a stand-up comedian he is. Uh, but Bill Cosby has three of those albums. <laughs> like, and and they are still relevant to this day. You can still pop in a Bill Cosby album from 40 years ago and listen to it, and it's still funny. Uh, that That is great writing, great showmanship. I, I don't know how you can how you can top that, but maybe you can. I'm voting for Bill Cosby. Uh, Paul? I, I sort of agree with that thought, Damon. Uh, I think Aziz Ansari is going to have something coming. You know, it's going to be his hit, hit, his bigger and blacker, louder and browner, whatever it's going to be. But until that point, he's still coming in second to Bill Cosby. Another vote for Bill Cosby, Jeff. You know, I don't think I could have said it any better myself. Um, yeah, I, I think we're almost all in agreement on this. You know, Aziz Ansari is on his way up. He's just not quite there yet. And uh, he just can't. You know, he falls in the shadow of the behemoth that is Bill Cosby. So I'm going to have to go with Bill Cosby on this one. Another vote for Cosby and Mike. Uh, yep, Bill Cosby. And Bill Cosby takes the win. Sorry, Randy. <laughs> Randy, Randy. <laughs> Thank you for that, Leo. I had to do one last time. I know. <laughs> <laughs> We are on to our next fight. It is Eddie Murphy versus Dennis Leary. Very, 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 very easy fight for me. Leary is funny, but it's fucking Eddie Murphy, goddammit. And plus we get Eddie Murphy versus Bill Cosby in the next round if it works out the way I want it to. So I'm voting for Eddie Murphy. Uh, Paul? Well, I think I'm going to have, you know, again... Um this is going to be the last round. I will wave my Bill Hicks flag because I've tried it twice already. It's never succeeded. Um, I, I will leave it with this from Mr. Hicks himself. I have a scoop for you. I stole his act. I camouflaged it with punchlines, and to really throw people off, I did it before he did. Eddie Murphy. Wow. Quoting Bill Hicks. Uh, a vote for Eddie Murphy. Jeff. Yeah, I... Love both these guys. Uh, I have several of their albums. Uh, you know, well, actually, I have all of Eddie Murphy's stuff and several of Dennis Leary's, but not all. Uh, God, this is a really tough call. Um, I think I'm gonna have to go with Eddie Murphy on this one, just because he's still, to me at least, just as funny today as he was when I first saw. You know. Raw or, you know, himself. And then, uh, you know, Dennis Leary, you're not taking anything away from him. But I think uh, Eddie Murphy just has a slight edge in this one. Uh, Vote for Eddie Murphy. Mike? Yeah, uh, I'm going to vote for Eddie Murphy also. Uh, You know, we've talked a lot about Raw, but we haven't mentioned uh, Delirious. Which uh, oh, was his it. first concert movie and and uh, and comedian his first uh, concert album, 
you know, from from the start. I mean, by the time you get to Raw, he's you know he's a polished big Hollywood performer. You know, he's a star at that point. But comedian was just one of those amazing, just breakout albums. I mean, that's one that was a, people started talking about that. You know, that's really when people, you know, they saw him on Saturday Night Live, but this was this was big. And then that leads to the special and that, you know, fucking red leather jumpsuit. I always I always liked that better than the purple one in Raw. I think it was a it was a little bit cooler, bright red. So Eddie Murphy. Another vote for Eddie Murphy. Leo, is it a clean sweep? My girlfriend likes to party all the time, party all the time. Hell yeah. Outro Eddie music. <laughs> <laughs> a vote for Eddie Murphy in a clean sweep Eddie Murphy is moving on everybody forgot about that actually some people don't know that My Girl Likes to Party All the Time which is wasn't number one I think it hit number yes, one in the charts it was it was that, is, that is Eddie Murphy Eddie Murphy singing yep. that song which is crazy produced by Rick James exactly produced Rick, by Rick James. Rick James Rick James is in the video he's playing bass yeah yeah <laughs> Anyway, uh, he's, in, he's in the booth producing it. It's hilarious. It's awesome. Watch the video. But uh, on to our next fight. Uh, Paul, this one is yours. It's an easy one. Uh, it's Chris Rock versus David Cross. Uh, this this actually is probably the, one of the first easy ones tonight. As much as I do appreciate David Cross, and again, uh, all tips of the hat to Mr. Show as being one of those brilliant programs ever. When it comes down to stand-up, Chris Rock slays him on every level. I have never been disappointed seeing a Chris Rock special. I've never done anything except laugh through the entire thing. So, Chris Rock. A vote for Chris Rock. Jeff. Well, I think my boy is not going to get any love in this round. Um, and I, I do love Chris Rock, but I'm going to go with David Cross just because I don't think he's going to get any respect in this round just because he's matched up against Chris Rock. Love both those guys, but David Cross, I think, tends to be more my type of comedian, even though I've never had a disappointing viewing of a Chris Rock special. But going with David Cross on this one. Another vote. Well, a vote for David Cross. Mike? Uh, I will vote for Chris Rock uh, because there is no sex in the champagne room. None. Uh, vote for Chris Rock. Another a, a excellent outro song. Uh, Leo. Can I vote for Chris Cross? No. Well, you can if you want. <laughs> Daddy Macalika, jump, jump. Uh, Chris Rock. Yeah. Uh, another vote for Chris Rock. Um, see, I, w I would love to vote for David Cross here, but the simple fact is we said... Aziz Azari is going to be big. We're just waiting for him to have his bigger and blacker or bring the pain. The fact that we are mentioning somebody else's comedy albums, which is Chris Rock, as the, the point where you become a superstar comedian, uh, I've got to vote for Chris Rock. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, so Chris Rock is moving on. Sorry, David Cross. I do love you. You are great. You'll never listen to this. And we are on to our next fight. Uh, Jeff, this one is yours. It is Patton Oswald versus Red Fox. Oh, wow. Uh, two completely different types of comedians here. Um, low Red Fox. I mean, the guy had a brilliant career. Uh, 
but I, I, I think Pat Oswalt is just starting off. So I, I think he's he's at that point where he's still continuing to go up. So in this particular round, I'm going to go with Pat Oswalt. Love his stuff. Um, I, I think he's going to be something really big, uh, even bigger than he is right now. That's just my personal opinion, though. <laughs> oh, vote for Patton Oswald, Mike. Uh, hmm, this is this is kind of tough because uh, you know again it's down to this sort of very personal uh, take uh, versus kind of the the bigger historic take, and um, I uh, God, I'm gonna vote for Patton Oswald. I mean, I guess because it's it's nerd humor to me, it's it's funnier. A vote from Patton Oswald. Leo. Um, I mean, come on. This is geek fights, right? We're we're nerds. We we want one of our own to go on. Patton Oswald. Another vote for Patton Oswald. Um I, w- I was gonna go physical fight on this one and have Red Fox kick his ass because Red Fox would totally kick his ass. But Red Fox is funnier to me. Plain and simple, funnier. Uh, don't get me wrong. Patton Oswalt is very, very funny, but he hadn't had. He did. He doesn't have the amount of time to craft the 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 perfect timing, and that's what comedy is. It isn't even what you say. It is literally the timing, the timing of the beats. And Red Fox is a master of it. He was a master of it. He is obviously dead now. Um, I'm gonna vote for Red Fox. In a physical fight, he would kick the shit out of Pat Oswalt. To this day, his corpse would run him over. I'm going to go Red Fox. Um, and Paul. Now, I, my, my heart wants to go with Red and definitely the physical fight because in, in, a, in a pinch, Lamont and Grady would come in and that would be all over. Um but I'm actually a little bit more familiar with Patton Oswalt's work, so uh, I'm going to have to err on the side of Patton Oswalt. A vote for Patton Oswalt, and Patton Oswalt is moving on. We are on to our next fight, which is in the next round. Mike, this one is yours. It's for a spot in the Final Four. Uh, this, is a, this is an easy one that people have actually been discussing for the last 25 fucking years. It is George Carlin versus Richard Pryor. Who wins? Uh, this is this is usually the last two. I actually, if I would have, uh, and I think it, it very easily could have been these two uh, had the brackets kind of broken out differently. Uh, but for me, I've always known what my choice in this uh, particular matchup is, and it's always Richard Pryor. Uh, I I really thought he was funnier. Uh, at the end of the day, that's kind of where a lot of it's going to come down to for me. It's not about who, uh, how important they have been to comedy, but to how much have they made me laugh. And Richard Pryor has made me laugh a lot more. A vote for Richard Pryor. Leo. Richard Pryor. <laughs> Enough said. Just mm-hmm. Richard Pryor. Uh, let's see. George Carlin, awesome. Very, 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 very funny talking about things going on in the world. Um, Richard Pryor talks about what's going on in his life. He's much, much more personal. 
And I think it's that that part of Richard Pryor that actually attracts me to him over Carlin. Carlin is somewhat cold when it comes to, I don't really know anything about George Carlin's life. I know everything there is to know about Richard Pryor's life because he said it on stage and he made it funny, even though some of it was painful. And you could hear that it was painful, but he turned it into something funny. And then if it happened to you in your life, you could actually laugh at it. Um, so I'm going to go with Richard Pryor. Uh, Paul. Uh, these guys never should have been on the same side of the bracket. Um, you know, as as much as folks might say that George Carlin got less funny as the years got went on and sort of turned more towards angry commentary, um, and who knows, maybe maybe had Richard Pryor not died when he did, he might have been a little more. You know, acid-tongued third the way things had gone himself. Uh, George Carlin just appealed to me more, and I'll, I'll I'll go with George. I'll vote for George Carlin and Jeff. Gosh, that's a tough call. Um, I think I'm going to have to go with the same criteria as was said uh, just a moment ago about who made you laugh more because both of these gentlemen are equally funny guys, you know, both sadly no longer with us. I would have loved to have seen where their careers would be at this point in time. But uh, overall, I think through the through the decades, really, uh, Carlin made me laugh more. So personally, in this particular round, no disrespect to Richard Pryor, but I think I have to go with George Carlin on this one. A vote for George Carlin, but Richard Pryor is into the final four. First one in. Will he be the first one out? That's odd. And we're on to our next fight. Leo, this one is yours. It is Louis C.K. versus Rodney Dangerfield. I'm doing this because uh, I loved Caddyshack. And Rodney Dangerfield's one-liners in that movie were just phenomenal. So Rodney Dangerfield over Louis C.K. Vote for Rodney. Um... I almost want to skip me. Because <laughs> while Rodney, Rodney is very, very, very funny, and he's, uh, he's a very good joke writer, um, the, the, what makes things funny to me is, is how personal you get. And uh, Louis C.K. gets really fucking personal. He tells you everything about his life on stage. And I, that's, that's my favorite kind of com a comedian, is... is the one that I, that I can empathize with, and I can empathize with Louis C.K., you know, saying that he wants to kill his children. Just a little bit. Like, I just want to choke him. Like, th that stuff is so much funnier to me than, than one-liners. And not that there's anything wrong with one-liners. It's just that personal connection is a little bit better for me. So I'm going to go with Louis C.K. Uh, Paul. Uh, same sort of rationale. The personal connection... Um Rodney, king of the insult comics, but I just think Louis C.K. is funnier. I think he, I I think he very well will hold up better, um, and certainly right now, a lot funnier. Louis C.K. Well, it's not hard to be funnier than a corpse. Uh, a vote for <laughs> Louis C.K. Uh, Jeff, you know, got to go with Rodney on this one. Uh, one of the, the funniest comedians in history, um, in my personal opinion. Um, I think Louis C.K. is still 
funny, still relevant, and still will be years from now. But uh, I just, you know, my heart's telling me to go with Rodney on this one. So I'm going to go with Rodney. Uh, vote for Rodney Dangerfield. It is all tied up. It comes down to you, Mike. Which one takes the win? Ouch. This is this is really tough. Uh, again, old old me versus young me. Uh, and, you know, maybe it's because it's new and it's fresh. Um, but, you know, if you'd asked me two years ago, it would have totally been Rodney. But uh, Louis C.K., as soon as, it really as soon as I discovered the show, then I went and found the comedy. I had never seen his his comedy before. I think I just saw the old sitcom he did that was kind of crappy. And, uh, and, and I just, I just, thought all of it was just so, I mean, so real. And so, I mean, they, we keep talking about the personal and maybe that's, maybe that's kind of at the heart of, the, of what kind of comedy really do you like? Rodney's, you know, it, it's hilarious and he does it, you know, incredibly well, but it is, it is kind of just, it, it's his shtick. And that's, that's not really the, the kind of comedy that I really prefer at the end of the day. And, and what Louis C.K. does really resonates with me. And maybe that's why he won't be as big because, Maybe it has to be something a little bit more specific, a little bit more something that you're keyed into. And I think a lot of us are keyed into this because it's, you know, it's it's the kind of attitude that a lot of people have uh, who who share the same interest that we do. So uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna vote for Louis C.K. And Louis C.K. takes the win. We are on to our next fight. It is Bill Cosby versus Eddie Murphy. This fight has also happened before, uh, and, and in a different way. Bill Cosby telling Eddie Murphy, you don't have to be blue. You can do comedy without swearing. And Eddie Murphy saying, fuck you, old man. I'm doing the comedy the way I want to do it. They both do. They both are very personal about those stuff they talk about. Uh, they, they don't do one-liners. Uh, they they they're both great storytellers. Um, God damn, which way? I I honestly don't know which one to vote for here because this isn't even young me versus old me here. This is this is me versus me because I like them both a lot as standups. Um, but I guess it goes back to when I was a kid and I was hiding in a closet listening to. You think I'm going to say Eddie Murphy? No, it was Bill Cosby. I was in trouble. I wasn't supposed to be listening to anything. And I, I had my dad's old record player and one of his old Bill Cosby records, and I listened to it, and I just laughed my ass off in the closet for hours. Uh, so I'm going to go with Bill Cosby here. Paul? Yeah, this always was like a, a, a long-time head-to-head competition. Um I enjoyed Bill Cosby, but I think it's going to come down to who made you laugh harder. And Eddie Murphy, Raw, as early as it came, was such a high watermark with, not Raw, I'm sorry, Delirious, was such a high watermark for Eddie Murphy. And going on about Bill Cosby, talking to him about the filth, flarn, filth. Um, I'm going to go with filth, flarn, filth over Bill Cosby's brother, Russell. So Eddie Murphy. <laughs> I'll vote for Eddie Murphy. Uh, Jeff. I should take this moment to correct myself. Earlier in the cast, I, I think I mentioned uh, I said uh, Eddie Murphy himself when I was actually thinking of Bill Cosby himself, and I was really thinking of Eddie Murphy Delirious, which uh, is my favorite of Eddie Murphy's albums. So uh, hopefully restore a little bit of my geek cred there. But uh, 
between these two head to head, it is so tough. I remember listening to Bill Cosby albums with my parents, which was unheard of because we could never listen to the same types of comedy. I was I was much more into the uh, the more adult type of humor, which didn't play well in uh, the Christian household I was raised in. So, um, having said all that, um, still much love for Bill Cosby, but I'm going to have to go with Eddie Murphy on this one. Eddie made me laugh so hard when I listened to Delirious for the first time, and then following up with Raw, I just, I can't say enough about the guy. So, that's my vote. Uh, vote for Eddie Murphy. Mike? Um, this, uh, th- this is tough, <coughs> but I think, uh, you know, it is going to come down to who is, is, uh, you know, I think Paul said it best. It wasn't for me. It wasn't who made me laugh more because I laughed a lot at Bill Cosby, but I laughed a lot harder at Eddie Murphy. And I think it is because he worked blue. I mean, I, that's, I like that more. I like when people say fuck. And when Eddie Murphy had, uh, Bill Cosby saying fuck. That was really funny too. Maybe Bill Cosby should say "fuck" more. <laughs> A vote for Eddie Murphy and Leo. Fuck Bill Cosby. He's an old ass bitch. Eddie Murphy. <laughs> and Eddie Murphy takes the win. Bill Cosby goes down, and for the last spot in the final four, Paul, we're going to start with you. It is Chris Rock versus Patton Oswalt. Got not a lot of new blood on this one. I mean, it's not a classic battle, but I, I just think Chris Rock's funnier. Patton Oswalt's good, but I mean, Chris Rock is so consistently hysterical. I mean, he he combines the topical with just the the, the flat out funny. Um, you know, I I just keep going back to the 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 end of his one show. I I don't remember if it was bigger and blacker or what, but it was the one where he's on his way home to the wife who thinks he's cheating on him, and he's like, I I I'm I'm down the block, I'm on the street, I'm in the driveway, I'm in the front door, I love you, and yeah, Chris Rock definitely. Uh, vote for Chris Rock, Jeff. Man, this is a tough one. I love Chris Rock, but I also love the nerd humor from Patton Oswalt, too. Uh, but I think at the end of the day, um, as has already been said many times, like, who made you laugh harder? And I think it's going to be Chris Rock in this category. So just from that alone, I'm going to have to go with Chris Rock. I'll vote for Chris Rock. Mike? I, I have seen Chris Rock one time. I've seen Patton Oswalt twice. And you really, you really understand uh, kind of the the difference in in where they are as comedians and how they are as comedians. Uh, actually, seeing them live, I think more so than even on, on TV, because you really, you really in the audience, you see a difference in the audience. And in the audience of Patton Oswalt, it's uh, a lot of people who who really want to see the geek. You know, one of the places I saw him was C two E two. Uh, and uh, and I've also seen him play locally, and you know, it, and somebody actually had him sign a copy of the Justice League during the show, and he had this great command of a geek audience, a, an audience he is part of, an audience that he connects to. I mean, we talked about connecting a lot in this, but Chris Rock uh, is in command of that audience. I mean, he 
uh, he is a big performer. I saw him play at the Fox Theater, which is a pretty big place to play a comedy act, and he he was as funny up in the rafters as he was uh, down at the bottom. So, it, I mean, that's that's a level of comedy. And and I couldn't take my brother to a Patton Oswalt show. I couldn't take my dad to a Patton Oswalt show, but I could take him to a Chris Rock show, and they'd laugh their asses off. So uh, I have to vote for Chris Rock. Another vote for Chris Rock. Leo. I really need to see Eddie Murphy versus Chris Rock, so Chris Rock. Another vote for Chris Rock. Um, I guess I'll quickly just make it a clean sweep for Chris Rock. Not that I don't like Pat Oswalt, they're just not on the same level. Plain mm-hmm. and simple. That's just the way it works. And Chris Rock is in the Final Four. We've got Richard Pryor versus Louis C.K. and Eddie Murphy versus Chris Rock. Well, that's pretty awesome. Uh, Jeff, this fight is yours. It is Richard Pryor versus Louis C.K. Man. Well, you guys gonna give me all the tough ones here. Uh, I I love Louis C.K. I love Richard Pryor. Um, they're both great comedians, and I I think in this particular case, you got to give Richard Pryor the edge because of the sheer volume of his material. Um, Louis C.K. is getting there. Um, and in any other, I think if you put Louis C.K. against anybody else in this, he would probably go on. But because he's up against Richard Pryor, I think in this case he loses. I think it's got to be Richard Pryor. A vote for Pryor, Mike. Uh, well, I I want to vote for Louis C.K. because he wasn't in Superman three. <laughs> but then I realize. You know, Superman 3 really did kill the franchise. I mean, 4 was horrible and I think much, much worse, but it was 3 that really did it in. And I think a good deal of that was because of Richard Pryor. Not because he was bad, but because he really sort of transformed the movie into a Richard Pryor movie every time he was there. And uh, and that just didn't really seem to gel. So Richard Pryor actually killed Superman, so he also wound up using my geek logic against me, and uh, that's pretty awesome. So Richard Pryor. <laughs> uh, vote for Richard Pryor. Leo. I'm voting for Richard Pryor because he was super nigger. <laughs> uh, I remember that. That was great. <laughs> uh, let's see. I'm going to vote for Richard Pryor. Because he took some of the saddest things that can ever happen to you in your life, and he made them funny. He did what you're supposed to do as a comedian. They're clowns, goddammit. He took the saddest parts of his life, things that are horrible, and if it ever happened to anybody in your your family or you... It's the worst thing that could ever happen. And he took all that pain and all that sadness and he set it on stage and turned it into some of the funniest shit you will ever listen to in your whole entire life. And and that is a skill that I wish I had. I I don't. The the fact that he's able to connect so, so hardcore with people, even after death, I have to vote for Richard Pryor here and Paul. Well, 
as soon as Louis C.K. burns half his face off while freebasing cocaine and then can come back and make jokes about it, he'll get my nod. Until then, it's Richard Pryor. Uh, vote for Richard Pryor. Yes. And Pryor's into the finals. Uh, Mike, this fight is yours. It is Eddie Murphy versus Chris Rock. Wow, this is this is this is actually tougher than uh, than I thought. I mean, Chris Rock has made a great showing here, and uh, you know this really is a kind of you know I was looking at, at this whole final four, and you've got Pryor and CK and Murphy and, and Rock, and you know Pryor is is kind of there's really four generations of, of comedy kind of shown here, um, and you know the the distance between Louis CK and Richard Pryor, you know one's one's very very now. And the other one is uh, is from a much older generation, so I mean, it really was a pretty big mismatch. But here, I think it's a little bit closer because you know maybe Eddie has lost a little bit of, of charm due to some of the the stuff that has nothing to do with stand up comedy. But let's face it, part part of being a good stand up comedian is is not making shitty movies for the rest of your life. I think you know we can hold him to that, can't we? Uh, at least just stop. Uh, and and Chris Rock, I mean, he even had that great TV show. But you know, Eddie Murphy had that uh, PJs. I really liked that show, even though everybody else hated it. And, and you know, in the end, it comes down to what we keep saying: who made me laugh more, made me laugh harder. And it's it's probably Eddie Murphy. Also, you know, we we mentioned Rick James playing on uh on that uh, album, but uh, he all I mean, that was also one of the best episodes of Chappelle Show was with Charlie Murphy, and with no Eddie Murphy, we would get no Charlie Murphy. Uh, vote for Eddie Murphy. Leo. I think when we all talk about who made us laugh more, um, that just, it, it comes into play. I mean, I don't think, when Eddie Murphy came out with his stand-up, I was old enough, but I don't think that I grasped it the way I took hold of Chris Rock's stand-ups. Um, when he had that line from, uh, I think it was Bring the Pain, about, they got songs about welfare now? It's the first of the month. And he started going into that whole Bone thugs and harmony reference there. Like, I couldn't stop laughing because he was right. And his, just, his social documentary is just so good and... When it comes down to it, Chris Rock made me laugh harder than Eddie Murphy did. So, Chris Rock. Uh, vote for Chris Rock. Uh, this is horrible because it is the, the master and the student. Because Eddie Murphy is the reason we know who Chris Rock is. And not because, oh, tangentially, you know, they're connected. No, literally, Eddie Murphy got Chris Rock his start. Like, Eddie Murphy is the reason Chris Rock got on to... Uh, Saturday Night Live, he was the reason he got into a lot of comedy rooms, and Eddie Murphy actually helped him with management and stuff like that. So it is the teacher and the master up against each other, and Chris Mar everybody talks about the shitty movies that Eddie Murphy has made, but Eddie Murphy has made some great great movies, too! Like, we are discounting him because of his shitty movies. Uh, Chris Rock has never made a great movie. He's got some okay movies. He's got one movie he did with Louis C.K., Pootie Tang. But, um... Ah, God damn it. I don't know which one I want to vote for here. 
I love I love Eddie Murphy. I love him to death, and I love early Eddie Murphy movies because you fuckers are just discounting all of those trading places and all that shit. Uh, but Chris Rock, Bigger and Blacker, I remember playing it at Comics Cafe <laughs> when nobody was in there, and No Sex in the Champagne Room would come on, and the, the whole song would play, and then my favorite part of that whole song is Cornbread. Ain't nothing wrong with that. I don't know why I love that, but that's my favorite line of the whole thing. Because anytime somebody says cornbread now, I'll, in my head I go, ain't nothing wrong with that. I just say it in my head. So I, too, will be voting for Chris Rock. Paul? Um, it, it's a tough one. I mean, yeah, I, I get the whole master and student thing, but... The, the the bracket is best stand up comedian, and Eddie Murphy abandoned that. And granted, Chris Rock hasn't exactly been you know on a Carlin uh, or a Louis C.K. pace of putting out specials every single year, but Chris Rock is still predominantly a, a stand up comedian. Uh, Eddie Murphy mortgaged his future on you know, basically being a family comic. And it was a really bad bet. Um, he burned bright and then flamed out. And I don't think Chris Rock has flamed out yet. So that's why I think Chris Rock, you know, edges him in this contest. I'll vote for Chris Rock and Jeff. Yeah. Um, that whole master student uh, relationship. What always, what often doesn't get addressed is at what point does the student become a master themselves? It's when they take what they've learned from their master and build upon it, and then become a master in a sense themselves. And I think Chris Rock has done that because he's found what he's good at. He knows that that's what he wants to do, and continues to do that as opposed to just branching off and doing movies or, you know, just, you know, becoming a more family-friendly comic. He still takes what he has happened to him in real life, and he hasn't let, you know, marriage and kids shade his comedy. So I think in that, in this particular matchup, I'm going to have to go with Chris Rock, because I think Chris Rock has eclipsed his master at this point and become a master himself. And Chris Rock is into the finals. We've got Richard Pryor versus Chris Rock for the final fight. And Leo, we're going to start with you. Now I guess it comes down to the best of two eras. And I'm, I'm going to keep going with Chris Rock, man. Chris Rock has always made me laugh. His stand-ups have had me in tears. And I've, I've seen, you know, a couple of Richard Pryor, and I laughed, but I didn't laugh like I laughed for Chris Rock. So, Chris Rock. Uh, vote for Chris Rock. Um, if it wasn't for Richard Pryor, I don't know that I'd be... At- that I would even know who Chris Rock is. <laughs> like Richard Pryor is one of those comedians 
that if you fall in love with him, you kind of fall in love with comedy in general. And and once I found Chris uh, Richard uh, Richard Pryor, I kind of devoured everything else. And and my dad did have a few of those albums too, and I did listen to those uh, when I was in like high school. I would listen to them, and they are amazing albums. As a matter of fact, they're still around the corner somewhere. I, I have access to them. Uh, they're amazing albums. They're it's amazing. It's it's an amazing art, a piece of artwork that he did, and nobody ever acknowledges performance as art. But uh, he is a master, and I'm going to be voting for Richard Pryor. Uh, Paul. Well, again, as much as I like Chris Rock, uh, I I can't help but view Chris Rock as as accomplished as he is. He is Richard Pryor. 2.0. Um, if I remember correctly, uh, early, I, one of the earlier battles, somebody referenced Chris Rock's uh, uh, "Black People versus Niggers" bit, which, yeah, that I mean, it, it caught people's attention. It was great, but I remember one of the first Richard Pryor specials I saw. It was, I think, it was somewhat later in his career. He was, did his normal sort of routine, and I think this was after some of his ups and downs, and he had gained uh, fame and notoriety and wealth and everything. And he mentioned about going back to Africa on a trip, and he mentioned that in that trip, he went through any number of countries, and one of the things that struck him was, again, his words, he never saw niggers in Africa. And it was... At the time he made that statement, I, you know there there was there was much more. Well, it's not that there's any shortage of you know uh, racial unrest in America, but at that point it was a contrast that had never been drawn. And as much credit as Chris Rock got for making that sort of point, I think Richard Pryor made it better, made it thirty years earlier and to much greater effect um, above and beyond just the simple humor of, uh, of his material and just how funny it was. And I just don't think anyone can hold a candle to him. So Richard Pryor. Uh, vote for Richard Pryor. Jeff. I don't, I don't know what else I can say after that. Uh, but Richard Pryor, you know, I know it was mentioned before, but he took, things that were deeply personal in his life that most people would never share with someone other than another family member or a super close friend. And he shared it with the world in his comedy and not only shared it, but made it an effective joke that people laughed at. You know, you know I, I'm sure he did it as a way to kind of heal from his pain, but it garnered him a massive audience. Um, so I, you know, I don't know what else I can say that hasn't already been said, but I've got to go with Richard Pryor on this one. And no disrespect to Chris Rock. I think Chris Rock will achieve that level someday. And as you know, was said before as well, you know, there would be no Chris Rock without Richard Pryor. So, you know, another generation removed, I'm sure it'll be Chris Rock versus somebody younger than him in this final championship round. But for now, I think it's, I think it's Richard Pryor. Another vote for Pryor and Mike. I uh, 
I I kept trying to. Well, I mean, I'm glad I, I could just vote for Chris Rock now because uh, it wouldn't matter. Uh, but I still think I'm gonna vote for Richard Pryor. Uh, and, you know, I was also trying to think of something else that could be said that hasn't been said throughout this whole show. And and instead of trying and stretching, I'll just shut up and say Richard Pryor. And Richard Pryor is the best stand-up comedian of all time this week until we get a different panel. Because, generally speaking, we're almost always wrong. This time we came pretty close this to being right. This time I think we were right. I think we're really close to being right. It, it, the argument can be made that it, it might have been Carlin too, like they're, they're, they're or Bill Cosby. He beat Carlin once. What? He already beat Carlin on this list. I know, I know, but a different panel. It, it turns out differently. Uh, <clears throat> thanks for listening. Check out backlotd.com, dvdgeeks.tv, Subspace Communique, and their awesome podcast, Life After Trek, The Soulless Minions of Orthodoxy at soullessminions.lipson.com, and Into the Batcave with Brian and me at, or Brian and I, that's the important grammar, at into the intothe.lipson.com. Special thanks goes to Karen for being our web presence. Check out what she's doing with Chris Mitchell on the Geek Fights Tumblr. And, of course, Mr. Jared Formby for the pimped-out intros he creates. You can read his blog, Hey Star Trek, at HeyStarTrek.net. I'd also like to thank our guests for joining us. Does anybody have anything late like to plug? Uh, Paul? I am plug-free tonight. Damon, take that however you will. Really? The wife took the butt plug out. That's kind of amazing. I didn't think that would happen. Uh, Leo? Our, our comic book, Product of Society 5, is uh, coming out in March. Um, hopefully you guys can make it on to C2E2. Uh, have a stop over by our booth, uh, Cheese Lord Comics. And um, that's pretty much it. Thanks for having me, guys. Rock and roll! And Mr. Jeff Gunter, 80s Jeff. What's your plugs? I uh, just want to say thanks for having me on, guys. Uh, it was a lot of fun. Uh, hopefully I was able to contribute something to this. And please check out Ugly Couch Show at UglyCouchShow.com. Or we're also on iTunes, Zoom, Marketplace, etc., etc. Uh, Mike? You can find me on the Zod Complex podcast at ZodComplex.com, where we talk about uh, comic books. You can also find me on the Weekend Geek video show on YouTube, where uh, I also talk about comic books. Uh, you can find us at geekfights.net, uh, where we have lists of show ideas, the brackets we mentioned earlier, and more. Don't forget to rate and review us on iTunes and the Zoom Network, or like us on Facebook. If you'd like to be on the panel, just contact us at geekfights at gmail.com or at geekfights on Twitter. That's all it takes to join the Legion of Geeks! Ready, ready, ready. <laughs> Our upcoming <laughs> fights are, let's see, what next week is Best of Bond, which is awesome. And then after that, uh, something that I'm looking forward to, but it'll probably end up being a sucky, sucky episode, happens all the time. Mediocre of Trek. That's right. We're going to determine which is the most mediocre Star Trek episode. Any and all ideas are welcome. Thanks again for listening. Until next time. Keep fighting the geek fight. Good night.
cheetah, man, is the weirdest thing to see go chase something because you don't see nothing but dust. I saw two cheetah and it looked like they were talking about jumping on some gazelle. They go, you want to go after that herd? Say, nah, man, they're too close, shit. Why don't we give them another hundred yards? How's the wife and family, man? You know, it's going to be tourist season soon. I got an arm last year. They're about far enough. You ready? <laughs> and the shit, the, like the gazelles and shit, hear them motherfuckers. They, don't, they be eating and hear them just start running. They don't even look. Run! And the motherfucker that can't hear is in trouble. What? Cheetah! Cheetah! What? Cheetah! What you say? It's your ass! I got you! I saw a ch uh, one of them gazelles though make a move on a cheetah. It was embarrassing. The cheetah got pissed off too. Because he's ready to get the gazelle and the gazelle said... And that motherfucker fell 400 yards trying to stop and got up. I'm gonna get you, motherfucker! Make me look bad. Oh, how does Jeff sound there, Mike? Uh, on your end, sounds okay to me. Okay, I sound okay. All There's right, occasional then. garbling. Yeah, occasional yeah. garbling on my end. Yep. Yeah. See, I wonder how we get rid of that. I don't know what it is. Damn it! Because I, I switched to a different mic to try to you know see if that was well. It, it's it's the internet. It sounds more connected. The internet based. Yeah. yeah. It's your connection. Can can you fix the internet? Yeah, actually. Uh, it's called SOPA. <laughs> I am not a fan of any kind of fisting. <laughs>